Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet that's live. Oh, wink. <laughs> My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle, who enjoyed her first Popeye's chicken sandwich this weekend. That's what I learned. I did. You. Yeah. I uh, I try, I've been wanting to try it out and I hadn't yet and so I made the decision last night to try it out and it was uh it was good. Okay. I enjoyed it. Okay. I hey. got I got the spicy one which that's like the, <clears> go-to, <throat> that's the go to regardless. Like you have to get the spicy one and for a spicy sandwich like I wouldn't say it was like over the world maybe like 2 hours waiting in line like people were doing but it was pretty good. Yeah. So there you have it. Your fast food review <laughs> from Ashley Pickle. It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, today is Monday, August 24th, 2020, 94 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1014, 1.014, the number of home runs per nine allowed by Scott Feldman in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. On today's show, I should tell you, I know I said we were live. We are not live. This game, this is being recorded. I have a liar. I, I, do you want to know the God's honest truth of the matter? <laughs> not truther. Okay, here we go. Here's here's the here's the reality. <laughs> I get this About text on Saturday. <laughs> a month ago, I agreed to speak to a Rotary Club, and I did not realize that it was at noon. And so, all right. I, and I'm not gonna like it's Rotarians, guys. Rotarians are nice people, so I'm not gonna ditch the Rotarians. <laughs> I literally, am, I was just chilling on Saturday morning, and I get a text like. Hey, uh, we're gonna record early, okay? I'm a, <laughs> I'm, like, I kind of right. may be double booked, so yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, on today's show, guys, we got some headlines, including it is game week uh, for, for Texas high school football. So we're gonna talk, take a look at some woo, some headlines across state uh, with the ever shifting sands of Texas yeah. high school football. But uh, it is game week, so we will talk about that. And then back after the program, we're gonna talk with the head coach of the Schulenburg Shorthorns, Coach Walter Brock, and we are going to find out if he prefers Walter or Walt. Because I have seen it. <laughs> because I don't know both ways, everywhere. I would ask you for four through the door, but uh, why don't you just make four up? Uh, we'll go with Brent Homan, Andrew Christensen, Meese, and Ed. There you go. Good Welcome job. in, guys. Good job. <laughs> Meese is like on vacation. It's like what? Yeah. Okay. 
let's get some headlines across the state. And we're going to start with um, 2020 just being relentless. Absolutely relentless. <laughs> because what else would happen? Um, and that is uh, th- what's going on down in the southeast part of the state, or what could be going on mm-hmm. in the southeast part of the state. For those who don't know, um, there are not one but two <laughs> hurricanes. No, it's, we're talking two hurricanes. Two hurricanes that are bearing down on... Uh, it's going to be somewhere along the Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could be, it could be like Houston, Corpus Christi. It could turn and go over there, or it could be like Mississippi, Mississippi Alabama. It's like that yeah. kind of that that big area right there. But uh, there is a, a pretty decent chance that at least one of them, jeez, at least one of like, them, come on, is, 2020. Go- <laughs> is going to hit um, kind of the southeast part of the states. So we're talking Golden Triangle. Uh, we're talking Houston area. We're talking Coastal Bend. Those areas, those parts of the state. That is obviously uh, not good. Um, and uh, everyone, no. And everyone <laughs> should be safe. I, I'm not breaking any news to anybody in Southeast Texas. They know about it. Yeah. But it's entirely possible that there's somebody in the panhandle who's like, wait, what? Um, so, yeah. As a result, there are a number of changes coming down for week one of the Texas high school football season because of the hurricane. Some pretty notable ones. Including, too. we lost arguably the biggest game of the week, mm-hmm. which is West Orange Shark was going to play Waco La Vega in week one, uh, which would have been, they were going to play in Madisonville. It was going to be a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Really excited about two, you know, heavyweights, two you know, perennial contenders going at it in week one. That game has now been canceled because West Orange Shark has closed school for the week. Uh, That part of the state, the Golden Triangle, is looking like it's going to get hit pretty hard. We, I believe Viter has also closed schools, and as Mm -hmm. a result, they're not going to play in week one. Look, this is probably just a good time to to mention to you that all the schedules are going to be especially fluid this year. Yeah. Really, really fluid. I don't need to tell you guys that, but... I'm telling you guys that now. Uh, so uh, the hurricane is going to impact things uh, even more than the pandemic. Even more, not even more. Uh, they're going to impact them in addition to, to what the yeah. pandemic is already doing. So just a lot going on. And, and so keep an eye on TexasFootball.com. We'll, we'll keep you updated as best we can. Uh, we're trying to trying to get information from all over the state, so it's kind of difficult. But <laughs> but we're trying. We will get you um, the, the information. Uh, when it becomes available to us, but there is there is big weather hitting towards southeast Texas. Please be safe to our friends down there. And uh, yeah, so that we will have an impact on Texas. <laughs> oh, hello, big weather. <laughs> Correct. Week one, it just it haunts me. <laughs> big weather. Just war me. on weather. Hashtag war on weather. Get it trending, people. Okay, let's get to some other news. Let's go to the college ranks. Um, speaking of Beaumont mm-hmm. area, um, so there's a weird thing going on with rice football. And and I'll be honest. They're on a three-game winning streak. They're on a three-game winning streak. So Lamar, Rice and Lamar were supposed to open up the season together um, up against one another on September 26th. Rice had already pushed back the beginning of their start uh, their season to start with September 26th. The first mm-hmm. couple of games they had kind of scrapped and said, no, let's kind of reschedule these. And as a result... Um, their their opening week game was going to be September 26th against Lamar. Mm-hmm. Well, that game has now been canceled. That game has been outright canceled. Um, now, we do not know. All we know is that there was a mutual agreement between Rice and Lamar to cancel this game. Um, I will say that that was Lamar's last game on the schedule. Yep. Uh, Lamar, of course, is a Southland team. They're in the FCS, and they were going to um, they were going to open up against. Uh, they're going to play Rice in that game. That was their last game. 
part of me, my initial reaction is that, okay, Lamar's just not going to play football this year. Mm-hmm. They're not going to play in, in the fall, I should say. Uh, and as a result, they said, you know what? We've only got this one game. Why don't we just cancel it and be done with it? Um, so now, Rice... But, but here's the thing. is Rice now has no non-conference games on their schedule. Mm-hmm. They have their eight Conference USA games on the schedule. We don't know if they're going to... Uh, we don't know if they're going to, to, to add anything else. We don't know what, what's going to happen. But right now, they have an eight-game schedule. Mm-hmm. I will say this, okay, and I don't have any inside information, but I have observed rumblings that Rice might follow the Old Dominion model. Mm-hmm. Old Dominion was the first Conference USA team to say, you know what, we're not playing this year. There is there is a little bit of smoke around the idea that Rice might be next to do that. I don't know what that means. I don't know, and that may be me speculating wildly, which is what we like to do on this show. <laughs> but um, that is out there, and I don't know what's going to happen with them. But right now, Rice is down to eight conference games. They are now scheduled to open up October 3rd at Marshall. They, they, the, the Bayou Bucket, the game with Houston, mm-hmm. was originally like postponed, but has been postponed, and they haven't set a date on it. They're kind of running out of time to set a date on it. Mm-hmm. Part of me thinks that's not going to happen. Especially with the and hurricane coming. And that's why, for me, at Rice, there's just so much like unknown. And they are the one school here in the state of Texas that I feel like there's so much unknown. that I don't know. I'm getting a weird feeling around it Rice takes. Right I mean, that, that even puts in issues for the conference as a whole. Right. Of what do you do? Do you not count anyone's con- like non-conference games right. as in like to get into bowl contention? Or do you right. count them? Or what in the world happens? Well, there's still a lot to figure out as far as bowls are concerned. Yeah, exactly. I mean, let's let's see if we can play a game first. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of first That's thing. That's on the list to do. Okay, so there's that. Um, while Rice was dropping games, uh, Stephen F. Austin, a number of other teams, uh, have added games. Um, Stephen F. Austin uh, has now, I believe, added, I'm looking at their schedule right now, they now have a grand total of five games on their schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to open up at UTEP. That game got signed this week. Um, they're going to then play on September 19th at UTSA. A week later, they're going at SMU. They will host West Texas A&M, uh, and then they will play at Eastern Kentucky on November 7th. So they will go a full month and a half, like a month without playing. Um, now, I will say they do, right now on their site, they list a TBD date on October 10th. I mm-hmm. wonder if they're trying to work on another game to play six games. Uh, but they are not alone. Uh, uh, Abilene Christian is also trying to kind of scrounge together a um, scrounge together a, a schedule. Right now, they're right now they list um, how many games they play at UTEP. They play at Army. They play West Texas A and M. They have three games on their schedule. You may notice that West Texas A and M is one of those teams that is. Um, Appearing on both of those things. They are a Division Two team. Remember, they are Division Two, mm-hmm. And as a result, they are trying to scrap together a, a, a schedule as well. Right now, they have um, four games on the schedule. Playing Oklahoma Panhandle State, Stephen F. Austin, Abilene Christian, and they're playing North American. That is a thing. Uh, so <laughs> you've got an, a, a couple of sub-FBS teams whose seasons were canceled, mm-hmm. at least in conference, right. that are trying to scrap together a fall season. We already heard that Stephen F. Austin, this is not surprising from Stephen F. Austin, uh, our own Shahan J. Roger reported that Stephen F. Austin was going to be um, foregoing the spring season. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to play something in the, in the fall. It would not surprise me if they found a sixth game. They're trying to find a sixth game and just play in the fall. Mm-hmm. 
um, and try to keep a, a normal, normal-ish schedule. So there's that. You've got a number of different sub-FBS teams that are signing uh, games to play this fall. Let's go to the high school ranks where there's a lot to get to. One of them is a report from our own Matt Stepp. Uh, Matt Stepp, of course, Dave Campbell's Texas football, high school football insider, is reporting that a, a we have our first multi-school uh, school district mm-hmm. and our first uh, 5A games yes. or 5A schools or 6A game, schools, rather, that will not play in 2020. Matt Stepp at Dave Campbell's Texas football reporting that multiple Sources inside and outside of La Jolla ISD have indicated that the three high school district in Hidalgo County is not going to participate in fall sports this year. Uh, La Jolla ISD on Thursday announced that they would uh, that that the start of school would be on September 8th and that the first eight weeks would be online only. Mm-hmm. They'll be playing. They'll be going remote. As a result, that would push the start of in-person learning to early November and. La Jolla SD has said that they cannot start sports until then. At that point, even with even though they are six A and five A, mm-hmm. if you're starting in early sept- early November, there's no way you're just not going to be able to make up that many games. No, because you're already be I mean, well halfway through the regular season at that point. Correct. We're we're talking about three different teams here, or three different teams. There's La Jolla and La Jolla Juarez Lincoln. They are in District Thirty One Six A, and then there is La Jolla Palmview, uh, who is in District Sixteen Five Eight Division One. Um, as a result, that would be that would give us four UIL Texas high school ball teams. If this is true, we have not heard this confirmed. Although there is a board meeting, I believe on Monday th- today, um, this is um, th- that would give us four teams in Ben Bolt, La Jolla, La Jolla Warriors, Lincoln, La Jolla Palmview that are not playing in 2020. We're waiting to confirm that, but our own Matt Step is reporting that is happening. That La Jolla ISD, their three teams will not play football in 2020. Which I feel like we can't say comes as a super surprise is that the Hidalgo County has been hit well, very Well, the Hidalgo hard. County and the Rio Grande Valley, Valley in general. Yeah. And, and honestly, I wonder if we should brace for more of these announcements coming from the RGV. Right. I'll just say that. Um, okay. Let's talk about private schools for a second because there was a pretty major announcement that came down, um, I guess it was on Friday. Um, and that is that the SPC... Uh, the what does SPC stand for? Oh no! Oh no! A uh, Southwest Preparatory Conference. The SPC is probably the second most notable private school league behind TAPS. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a league that presently has a grand total of. You're listening to live coverage of me looking up how many teams are in the SPC. Something I should have done before the show. They have they have kind of uh, shrunk a little bit in the past, but they have a grand total of uh, 14 teams. Uh, they have, but including some pretty notable ones, including uh, Bel Air Episcopal, Houston, mm-hmm. uh, Houston Kincaid, Episcopal School of Dallas, St. John's, uh, Fourth Country Day, Sturgeon, etc. Uh, the SBC commissioners announced that they will not play fall sports in 2020, including football. So the SBC has canceled their fall season. We do have now some reports from the Dallas Morning News that uh, a number of Dallas ISD, or I'm sorry, Dallas area schools are going to play uh, kind of uh, rogue outlaw schedules put together. Uh, Episcopal School of Dallas and 4th Trinity Valley said Saturday they're putting together independent schedules. Um, Bel Air Episcopal, uh, Houston Kincaid, a few of others, are the, they're going to try to put together a schedule and play in the fall, even though they will not be playing for any sort of state championship or anything like that. So SPC has canceled their season. That doesn't mean that all the SPC teams are not playing, kind of mm-hmm. similar to what you're seeing in the college ranks with Steeman of Austin, et cetera, et cetera. So 
There's that. Finally, staying in, in, in Dallas, as we mentioned, uh, Dallas ISD made an announcement uh, early or late last week that they are going to follow a similar model to um, that they're going to be online only for the first eight weeks. Yes. As it, and, and they, 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 their, their superintendent, uh, Michael Hinojosa, came out and he was kind of, he was nonspecific, but he said that workouts, workouts which were supposed to start today for Dallas ISD, mm-hmm. that workouts are going to be delayed at least two or three weeks was his exact quote. Mm-hmm. At least two or three weeks. Um, that's problematic uh, for a number of small school teams. Uh, Dallas Madison mm-hmm. among them uh, you look down there because at that point if they let's just say it's let's let's just say it's two weeks okay yes. let's just say that they don't start practicing until Labor Day if that's the case then the earliest that they could play because they haven't been doing strength and conditioning workouts the earliest they could play would be uh, October one two three right okay at that point you've got six game six weeks that's week six mm-hmm. six seven eight nine ten eleven that's six weeks and they are in a seven-team district, which means that they would yep. need to play every single week, and every game would be a playoff, would be a, uh, a playing game. Mm-hmm. And that's, by the way, if they only delay it two weeks, if right. they delay it three, three weeks, weeks, if they delay it five mm-hmm. weeks, then you're starting to get into some trouble. There for Dallas ISD, the big schools are in a little bit more of a uh, an advantageous position with that because of, um, because They're right now, right now, if they were to do and if they, if they were to to be delayed two weeks, they weren't going to be able to pra- start practicing until Labor Day. Anyway, anyway yeah. Um, but they would they would start that same t- same time, October one through three. We will see. Keep an eye on Dallas ISD because obviously that's a multi school district that could have major ramifications across a lot of different classifications. Mm-hmm. But Dallas ISD is going to push back the start of workouts. Uh, that is certainly notable to keep an eye on. And so, look, it's a moving target here. We're trying to keep track of everything. We have TexasFootball.com for all the latest uh, there uh, as far as Texas High School football, the shifting sands here on game week, week one of the Texas High School football season. Happy game week. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's our subscription package. You get this magazine. If you are a football junkie and you want to know what's going on in the state of football uh, and you want to know uh, who's going to be good and, and who the best players are, you get this magazine. We'll mail it to you. You also get a recruiting edition in December as well as exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including, coming Wednesday, our first game projections. Every single Let's Texas go. high school football game projected for you, our friends. So there you go. You'll love to see it. I know. Pickle, let's go to the hotline and let's bring in the new head coach of the Schulenberg Shorthorns or joined by Coach Walt Brock. Coach, how are you? Doing great. How are you doing? I have a question first and foremost because <laughs> I have tried to figure this out. Do okay. you go by Walt or Walter? I'll go by Walt, but Walter's fine, okay. but typically Walt. Because the thing is, you put Walt <laughs> on your questionnaire, and normally I would take your, your word for it, but, you know, strange times. People misspell their names, I guess. <laughs> I, I got you. Yeah. Uh, Coach Brock, we really appreciate your time. Uh, first and foremost, the, the biggest question is, is how are you guys? How's your family? How's, how's the team doing right now? Hey, everything's doing great. Uh, kids are working hard. Family's doing awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started school last Wednesday, and uh, everything's going great. Well, that's, that's, that's great to hear. Um, you uh, are making the move uh, over uh, 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 to Schulenburg. 
or I'm sorry, you're, yep. you're making the move from Schulenburg from Granger. Uh, we've mm-hmm. heard a lot of folks around there in the Schulenburg area talk about why you're such a good fit for, for this job. Uh, I kind of want to reverse that question. Why was this job such a good fit for you? Yeah, you know, uh, Granger is a great place, great kids, uh, good community. It's just when uh, you get a chance to go to Schulenburg, you know, Schulenburg used to be that top tier of small school, Texas high school football. And uh, we want to get them back there again. It's just a great challenge uh, for me to have in my life. And I'm excited about it. Uh, it's it's a really exciting program down there at, at Schulenburg. And, and I'm interested in, in you know, you mentioned the history that they have there. And this has been a program that, that at, you know, you don't all you got to do is kind of point to the trophy case and say, hey, guys, go do that. So, right. so how much, how do you go about putting your stamp on the program uh, that does have such such rich history. Yeah, you know, well, we go back and first we look at it and we want to bring it back to that. You know, we've got a lot of uh, parents who won state championships. Now their kids are in school and basically uh, they haven't won a playoff game since 2011. Mm-hmm. So it's it's getting back into that mode. It's uh, getting kids uh, mentally tough and conditioned and ready to play. We're talking with Walt Brock, the, the head coach of the Schulenburg Shorthorns here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Coach, obviously you were hired during the strangest offseason maybe we've ever seen. Uh, right. You get hired in late March. Um, how did you go about introducing yourself to your kids in a time when you're not able, not able to be in the same room as them? Yeah, that was the hardest part. It was all through, uh, you know, through our phones, through text, uh, through just meeting kids that way, uh, whatever you could do from, you know, uh, FaceTime to Zoom and, and those types of things. So that's all we could do at the time. Uh, when you talked with them for the first time and you addressed them as, as their head coach, what was what was your message to them? Knowing that there's crazy things going on in the world and things like that, but also that, you know, fall is going to roll around eventually and you guys are going to want to win some football games. What was, what was your message to your kids the first time you addressed them? Well, that's basically what it was. Hey, I... You know, football is going to come back and uh, let's change our mindset. Let's get get our eyes on what we need to do. You know, I always tell our kids, you got to begin by knowing the ending. And we need to know what what our goals are so we can take those steps to reach it. And uh, kids have been great. You know, kids have been uh, on board. And um, I can't say enough about the community right now. Uh, you guys are now uh, entering your the 2020 season and and uh, a good amount of, of talent coming back from from last year's team, which 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 was a playoff team. It it, it won six games last year. Um, what kind of what kind of team can Shorthorns fans expect? Do you have a feeling quite yet on where you guys are going to hang your hat? You know, um, it's a little hard, you know, as you go through and you're trying to install everything and you only have one scrimmage, Mm -hmm. but, um, it's, you know, I'm kind of a multiple person and I'm going to fit with what fits with the kids best. And, um, we're just going to get after We got some great kids. Uh, we got a few returning that were starters. Um, and, uh, we're just, you know, we're, the main thing with our guys right now is to get them conditioned, mm-hmm. get them get them mentally focused and ready to roll. And I think we're going to be ready. Uh, you know, you we're, we have a whole new offensive scheme, a whole new defensive scheme. Uh, I was able to bring in Renee Valdez, who was with me at Granger, and he's doing a great job with the defense. And uh, it's just been a it's been a blast. Uh, Walt Brock of Schulenberg joined us here on Texas Football today. Uh, so, Vin, what has the vibe been like around? practice uh and, and around the 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 you know 
I guess locker room. Normally, I'd say locker room. I don't know if you guys are using the locker room right now. But uh, what is what has been the vibe around practice? You know, are are the kids fired up? Are are the, are the kids excited to get out there and play? I think they are. They're they're just uh, you know we had summer workouts. Kids were excited to come to summer workouts just because they've been inside for so long, and it's the same thing here. Uh, they seem fired up. They're ready to roll. They want to learn something new, and it's just a new uh, it's a new look, a new feel, and. Uh, uh, there's some great things in store for Schulenberg. Uh It all starts uh, Friday night. You guys are going to be uh, uh, hosting Stockdale there at beautiful Shorthorn Stadium uh, in, in Schulenburg. I don't want to ask you to give away your game plan, but when you take a look across the field and you see Stockdale, uh, what are you guys up against on Friday night? Oh, they've got a, they've got some good returners. Uh, we've gone through that. Um, they've changed up their defense. Uh, their offense is solid. They've got a good line. And uh, it's just going to be who wants it more. Uh, and then I, I, I've got to ask you about your district because District 13, uh, 2A Division One. I'm not, I'm not sure who you made mad at yeah. the UIL, but uh, <laughs> maybe send, maybe send a cookie bouquet to the UIL in, that, uh, in a couple of Februarys. <laughs> uh, see if you can get out of there. But uh, you guys are, are in there with Shiner, Ganado, Weimer, Flatonia, uh, uh, three teams that all won, or four teams rather that all won double-digit games last year. Um, yeah. How, how do you approach your, your district whenever you take a look at District 13, 2A Division One? What's, uh, what's your mindset? Uh, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a challenge. It's uh, that's what you want as a coach. You know, you, you know, the old saying, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man, you know? And uh, so that's that type of thing we're looking at. You know, I can't tell you enough about Shiner and coach Bedeker. They got a great program and same thing with the other schools uh, that are in our district. And so that's what makes it fun, you know, go out and have some rivalries and play hard and, and see what happens at the end. I, I think it's a blast. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see the Schulenberg Shorthorns uh, lock it up uh, this Friday night against Stockdale at Shorthorn Stadium and their coach, Walt Brock. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again uh, on the new gig, and uh, can't wait to see your team. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. There he goes. Walt Brock, head coach, Schulenberg Shorthorns. We finally got our answer. He does go by Walt. But there Walt, we go. But yeah. Walter's okay, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, – but, but, yeah, you know, look – he, he had great success there at Granger, really good success there at Granger, and and takes over at the Schulenberg program that, look, is right in the thick of it. Like, you know that if you can make the playoffs out of there, you're going to have a chance. They are in that region four, so they would run into a team like Refurio or Mason sooner as opposed to later. But this is going to be a really, really interesting year for Schulenberg. Uh, it tees off Friday night against Stockdale. Uh, we will see what happens there uh, in week one of the 2020 Texas High football season. And you know something I love about like what he said was, especially, I mean, obviously being in the 2A program and stuff, he he owned up to the fact that he's going to run whatever works best for his mm-hmm. kids. And I feel like that's something that so many people don't realize is once you get into small school ball like that, those coaches have to be flexible oh, on yeah. that kind of thing. Because when you have Allen or Duncanville or North Shore, you can run whatever you want to run. Because if one man's not getting it done – it's next man up but with those those small schools i love i love when coaches say that you know we're gonna do what works best for the kids look you got your pieces and you make the pieces fit Mm -hmm. like you fit the puzzle to the pieces as opposed to the suffice Uh, yeah and that to me is just fantastic coaching when you get down in that in that realm yeah they're they're in 2a division one so we're excited to see what happens when stockdale and schulenberg lock it up on friday night that's gonna do for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbells and of course see us at texasfootball.com thanks again to Schulenberg coach walt brock for being our guest for ashley pickle i'm greg tepper vince young please can get your player of the year trophy we'll see you tomorrow texas football today